0: Sadly, many have been the time that I've pushed the Lord out of the way. Get it with that attitude of, give me that, let me do it kind of attitude. Very childlike, uh, bratty, I would even say. And and usually this type of posturing gets me in trouble. Just because we feel our businesses are calling from God, it doesn't mean that there won't be waiting. In fact, there may be more waiting. <laughs> Today, we're going to cover why it's so painful the waiting. We've been called, and now there's waiting. And then three simple ways to improve your impatience, kind of slow your go, so that we can get back to enjoying this journey. I'll see you inside. Hey, Mama. Welcome to your business calling. Do you finally want to get clarity on growing your online business and drop the confusion of ever changing growth trends? Do you find yourself up late at night asking Google how to get past overwhelm and burnout? Do you wake up enthusiastic about hearing from God only to feel frustrated when you've invested in yet another program that steers you off course and subtracts from your bank account instead of adding to it? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I, too, was a capable, ambitious mama who wanted to use my God-given gifting to contribute financially to my family. I, too felt like I was doing everything the gurus told me and still staying stuck. I kept thinking, maybe I must not know enough yet, or maybe I I didn't hear from God right. Until I woke up to the truth that my confidence and business path came from Jesus, and I was capable of not only squashing overwhelm, but creating a business that would bless lives, starting right here in my own home. In this podcast, you'll find victory in your authenticity, clarity on who and whose you are, confidence in growing your business the way God has called you to grow it so that you will finally feel that kingdom impact. Find your coziest chair, favorite coffee mug, and prettiest journal, and let's get started. Hello friend, are you finding yourself burned out and frustrated because you've consumed a never-ending list of self-help resources and it's not gotten you any closer to your goals? I spent more than 20 years growing businesses with a steady diet of the latest and greatest self-help books, seminars, and following all of the biggest business self-help gurus. I felt that I was doing all the right things, learning what was kind of working at the moment, and what I really was doing was distracting myself from my God-given gifts to serve those I've been asked to serve. This self-help obsession was unsettling my soul, digging me deeper into debt, and distracting me from hearing from God on what his desire was for my business. I want you to know that you have never had to buy into the self-help lies that the business community has been creating in order to grow your kingdom business. I invite you to come and share a coffee date with me and do a self-help detox. The self-help detox is a 30-minute mini workshop. You can grab your favorite mug, your favorite pen, and your prettiest journal and sit down with me as I walk you through the three steps. Revive and renew your soul and get you ready to go down that path with the Lord. I've been able to feel flow over the past several years and growing my business after detoxing from the world's way of doing business has shown itself to be so much more fulfilling and satisfying. I've been able to spend more time with family and doing other things like learning how to grow in the garden and eating healthier while answering God's call. Come right now to bit.ly.com B-I-T dot dot slash self-help detox. That's bit.ly.com slash Self-help detox and see if the detox is something that might help you free up more time, energy, joy, and peace. I'll see you there. You probably heard it before: the saying, the waiting is the hardest part. We love God. We want to see impact made for Him. We see a need and we see a fix and we want to apply that fix to that need to get back into the idea of comfort. It's just a place of knowing. And it it's like having the need to fill a blank space. <laughs> We are dealing with uncertainty, the unknown. And as we're growing our businesses for the Lord, we might want to see confirmation of the plan, growth because of the new ideas we've applied, any indication of progress. The waiting is the uncertainty. But we are so fortunate. We have access to so many stories of waiting in the Bible from the beginning of time until Jesus arrived. That was a long time of waiting. And then now we're waiting for him to come again. We've been waiting for a while and there was Moses and Sarah and Noah and... So many people experience waiting, though they knew they were called by God. So sometimes we're surprised that sometimes we're surprised that not only we've been called to do the work, but we have also been called to wait. I have three suggestions, things that have really helped me become more perceptive in the wait, because if we know that it's going to be there, why not make the best of it? So here are my three suggestions. Taking action on these suggestions first come along with submitting to the lord and his will as well as aligning ourselves with him and who he is and who he says we are then we can get started with these three suggestions okay the first one is sitting in it and i explained this uh, to somebody the other day if we know the weight is coming there's going to be the pain of weight uncertainty perhaps fear why not get comfortable while you're in there. So you may have felt that uh, in the uncertainty, in the waiting, you may have felt like an anxiousness. Think of um, a lion at the zoo being uh, waiting to be fed. There's pacing. There's a path that's been worn. Perhaps there is anger. So that lion is roaring. Instead of taking that energy and using it for things that may even make the waiting worse, why not make a concerted effort to actually just plop yourself down, kind of look around, kind of get quote unquote comfortable in the uncertainty. Just because things are uncertain doesn't mean that we can't get comfortable in the fact that God has it for us. I think that the pain causes panic, which, you know, I think that's completely normal. But knowing that we don't have to succumb to that, we can remember the alignment of who God says he is and who he says we are and know that he is taking care of us. And that can give us the opportunity to get comfortable while we're waiting in uncertain times. Another idea that I have that I, I use frequently when I am getting frustrated in the waiting is I imagine that our life is a house. There's rooms in the house. And I am in the living room. And I know that something is happening because I smell something something yummy coming from the kitchen. So I imagine that God is in the kitchen and he is the ultimate chef of our lives. He has the ingredients. He knows how much of each ingredient, in what order they go in. And so I take the perspective of while I'm waiting, he is working his magic, so to speak. He is making it the way it's supposed to be. And if I barge into that kitchen and interrupt the process, it's going to be a big, ugly mess. If I bust into that kitchen and I interrupt the process, I'm going to get something that wasn't ready. I'm going to get something that could be so much better. I'm going to get the meatloaf before it's been cooked and... (laughs) That's really not very pretty. Taking a fresh perspective about what exactly is going on, that you're not being asked to be tortured just because. There are things that God is getting in order so that the outcome, the result, is going to be so much more sweet. He has something great for you. And the final thing that I have that really has helped me be more comfortable in the wait is remembering how many times I've messed things up before. This puts me in a place of humbleness. The fact that I am not number one here. This is not about me. It is about learning from my mistakes and the feeling that I felt when I rushed the process. When I wanted it now, instead of waiting for something. When I wanted it good, when it, instead of waiting for something the best. I messed up the process. It was me. <laughs> it was me, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> That's the thing about waiting. We don't have a whole lot of things to do while we wait sometimes. Why not take a minute and think back about the times that you've messed up the process because of your impatience? Patience is developed through tests and trials. That's through James 1.3. And the importance of patience is also practicing walking in the spirit to grow the fruit of the spirit, which includes patience. I'm pretty sure that I have shared this story with you before, but there's a story where there is a beautiful butterfly in a cocoon. And it's going through a time of transformation, um, a time from going from one thing to com- something completely different. And that time of transformation is necessary. Well, a little boy came along one day and saw that the butterfly was breaking free of the chrysalis. And he was so excited to see the beauty that this butterfly was going to give the world what he decided to do to rush the process was to help the butterfly out of the cocoon. He peeled back the sides and allowed the butterfly to kind of fall out onto onto the table. And Very quickly, he realized his fault because that butterfly could not spread its wings well. That butterfly did not have the muscles that it took to fly. So the butterfly has to break free from the chrysalis itself, break free from the cocoon itself, to build the muscles so that those muscles allow it to take flight and do what it's been asked to do. And in skipping the waiting so often, and I dare say always, we make ourselves weaker and we make the result less than it was created to be. And let's finish in prayer. Heavenly Father, we are limited We have limited knowledge, we have limited patience, we have limited a lot of things. And we are not you. We pray, Lord, for awareness, perseverance through the waiting. We pray for comfort during the waiting. And we pray to not get weary in the waiting or to rush the waiting. We want to be on your time, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity to do your work for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I got an update for you. Our goal is is to have listeners in each of the 50 states here in America. We have been heard in 30 of the 50 states, and so I want you to reach out this week to anybody you know in Hawaii. If they are our mama, and they're running a business from home, whether it be coaching or a course creation online business, and they are needing some support and encouragement as Christian entrepreneurs get, that this podcast can give them, please go ahead and forward it to them. Let them know that they are part of this winning challenge. I am excited to say that we have been listened to on every continent and I want to do the best of welcoming everybody and also growing our family here in the United States. I'll meet you back on Friday for another episode. Remember, success is in obedience. Bye-bye.